Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. Find what you want with your voice on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and more. No more jumping in and out of apps. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. It's a way better way to watch. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet Essentials, one device included. Subscriptions required to access streaming services. You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. International success coach and noted author, Constance Arnold, delivers life-changing strategies through her own spiritual practices, as well as with best-selling authors and experts that she interviews. Think, Believe, and Manifest is specially designed to empower your mind and words to work for you and to bring about a life you've been dreaming of. And now, here's Constance Arnold. Well, hello, Powerful Manifester. Welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. So excited, so grateful that you made a decision to join me today from all over the world. You know, I believe that God is a God of intention and that uh, you have been attracted to this show to this podcast so that you can hear just that one thing that you need, that one nugget of wisdom, you know, that one revelation, that one insight to really begin to shift and change your life. Well, how are you doing today? Uh, It is simply a beautiful day here in the ATL. Everybody, it is getting hot in the ATL. Y'all know that we call it hot Atlanta. And we call it Hot Atlanta because it's a city hot and on fire with excitement and growth, et cetera. But also because it is so hot. And so we are beginning to experience summertime. Well, I have a great show for you today. My very special guest is Rashid Edwards, and he's going to be talking about how you can begin to heal your unresolved trauma and stop the sabotage so that you can live your best life. Wow, I I can't wait to hear what he has to say. You know, everything I bring to you every week, everything I teach is not for you to try to fix yourself or to say what's wrong with me, but for you to awaken uh, to how powerful you are, how awesome you are, and really shed, let go of, release, anything, anybody, any way of thinking that's really been holding you back from living and being the powerful manifester that you are. So you guys know that I have over 625 archive shows that you can listen to. Uh, You know, they say that you need to hear something seven times now. Isn't that interesting? Before it drops into your subconscious. So I'm going to really strongly encourage that you do that. Do that. I got that out. Tell one friend, just share my my show link with one person, a co-worker, somebody who you know uh, might be struggling a little bit, somebody who loves motivation, loves New York Times bestselling authors. Share the link with them so that their life can also be changed. Also, I want you to follow me on social media, Instagram, Law of Attraction Constance, uh, Twitter, LOA Constance, uh, Facebook, Coach with Constance, and of course, YouTube. 
subscribe to my YouTube channel. And is there anything else? Yes, I would love to coach with you. You guys have heard some of the remarkable stories from my clients, like uh, last week you heard from uh, Dr. Michelle Jones Singer, who's an MD, and she just talked about her, how her life has been transformed. So, you know, I'm going to assess you. I am going to counsel you first, and then I'm going to coach you. But I would just like to do a 20-minute discovery call. So what would that look like? I would send you a Zoom link, or if you're in the U.S. and you prefer FaceTime, we could uh, speak that way. And I'm just going to sit and listen to who you are and what you desire. You know, my, um, my physical coach, he, even though I've been a runner walker for 25 years, because he's a coach, he can tell me things that I didn't know. He's up to date on all of the latest technology, the, 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 the greatest way to get a flat stomach, what I need to eat. He can see my blind spots. He helps me with my triggers and all of the above. And so that's what I'm going to do with you. I would love to have the honor of partnering with you. Uh, I, I interviewed somebody the other day and they said something profound. You have to see your coaching as an investment and not spending money. So if you're spending anything, that comes from a lack scarcity mentality. But if you invest it in yourself knowing, wow, by the end of the year, I can be, have, do. You know, I'm investing in myself with my trainer and I'm like, I can see a gigantic difference in my body. So here I was, and I've had trainers before, doing it by myself, and I was doing a great job, but he knows all of the ins and outs, and that's what I'm going to do with you. Fulfillingyourpurpose.com, email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. I think that is it. I'm thanking you in advance for your donation. Uh, I have a mantra, bless what is blessing you. I know that this show is a blessing. It motivates you. It picks you up. A lot of people say, Constance, I listen to you every morning morning on my way to work or, or every evening. So uh, you can cash at me, dollar sign, Constance Arnold, or you could just go to my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Hit the red donate button, and I'm thanking you in advance. I think that is it, everybody. So you better get your, your pen and your pad out because I know Rashid Edwards has something profound to share with us. So everybody, I want you to stay tuned and then I'm going to be right back uh, after these quick commercials. For the past 30 years, Constance Arnold has coached clients globally in the areas of relationships, wealth, and career. Her vast clinical background gives her extraordinary understanding of human behavior to accelerate manifestation. Every coaching client receives proven action plans to create change from the inside out. Constance will be right by your side. Talk to her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Do you have an upcoming event where you need a dynamic speaker? Constance Arnold is a sought-after keynote speaker that will enlighten the entire audience with proven strategies that are aligned with your organization's vision and mission. An experienced speaker for major Fortune 500 companies, Constance has entertained audiences with inspiring change. 
Constance would love to make your next event an extraordinary success. Contact her today at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I am back and I'm really excited about my show today. You know, God sends the right people at the right time. And my very special guest, he's back for probably a third or a fourth time, but in a different vibration, is Rashid Edwards. And Rashid is going to be talking about how your unresolved traumas are sabotaging your intentions and your manifestations. So let me tell you a little bit about Rashid. He is a mental health consultant and hypnotherapist with a master's degree in clinical mental health. Uh, He has been speaking to diverse audiences for the past 10 years. Uh, He has 14 years of experience in behavioral success and achievement strategies. He is the author of The Secret Commitment, which is a book outlining the seven key concepts to goal achievement. But he recently just finished another book, We Need It for Times Like These, Rashid, a mental health book entitled Mental Health matters and we all understand that so in light of everything that's going on that's been going on some people listening are in the pandemic some of us are coming out some of us don't know where we are so because of everything that we've experienced in 2020 he's really helping folk uh, focus in on anxiety and stress so we are blessed to have the one and only mr rashid edwards rashid welcome back to the law of attraction radio network thank you so much for having me back it is always an honor and a pleasure to be on your show Constance. so thank you well you know we're, we're kind of like in a different vibration this time you know the last couple of times you talked about the law of attraction achievement uh, uh hypnotherapy but we're going to be talking about trauma Kind of tell everybody just kind of what you've been doing over the late in 2020, how it kind of shifted you. And let's help some folk today to identify those unresolved traumas that are really like just sabotaging their dreams and their lives. Right. Um, so in the last year, I have been um, I've been working in the mental health field. I am a um, associate therapist. And, um, you know, I still do my coaching and my hypnotherapy. Mm -hmm. And so today in the vein of that coaching, I kind of want to bring a little bit of information about trauma. And, you know, as you mentioned, how it's sabotaging um, intentions. So when we think about trauma, you know, we kind of look at trauma as um, a very stressful experience, but beyond that, it's, it's really anything that overwhelms our central nervous system's ability to be able to process. Mm. And that's a big deal, right? Because your central nervous system is taking in a bunch of information um, all day long. It's just processing information. That's one of the biggest functions of your brain is mm-hmm. to receive more than 12 million bits of data and process that data. So when you have a traumatic experience, it's kind of like if you were to look at your brain as being like this big, um, this big room of files and each uh, in this room you've got an 
uh, uh, just a large amount of file cabinets, you know, kind of like an infinite number of file cabinets mm -hmm. and files in those cabinets. And so what happens typically is when information comes in, the part of your brain that receives information, it walks it into the room, goes to a file cabinet and places that information in a file. But when you have a traumatic experience, instead it's kind of like maybe the person was walking into the room and they tripped up and they just spilled a file all over the floor. Oh, so it never got analogy. processed. Oh, that's good. Okay, you're getting, we're diving deep, you know, just at the very <laughs> beginning. That's such a great explanation because when people hear the word trauma, they may think, well, that's somebody else who grew up in an alcoholic home. But, but trauma could be something as simple as maybe you were in the military and you moved every year and you never got a sense of belonging. Give us some examples of what trauma is because I think people say, oh, that's not me because I had a good childhood. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So a lot of times we kind of uh, relegate trauma to like things like um, PTSD, like when um, soldiers go over to fight wars and they come back, you know, we used to call it shell shock, but they come mm -hmm. back with PTSD. But what we found is that trauma, as you mentioned, can be almost anything. So if we look at, let's just say that we have everyone is born with a coping cup. Let's just call it a cup, right? Okay. And when a stressful experience happens, it's like you're pouring into that cup. Now, what trauma is, is trauma is an adaptative mode that our brain and central nervous system goes into to kind of deal with and manage stressful situations that are um, excessively stressful. So when you have a traumatic experience, it's like your cup overflowed and now your body, your brain and your central nervous system is going into that adaptation mode where it's trying to figure out how to work through this. Um, so it could be literally anything that tips your cup. Now, typically we consider things like violence, abuse and neglect to be the things that are the most traumatizing. And typically they are for most people. However, if, if, so if you're, if you're having stress on a daily basis, meaning you're pouring stress into that coping cup and that cup gets full, it could be the next, you know, the next situation where maybe you woke up and your child didn't, uh, maybe they didn't do their chores or something or bad grade. It, once that cup gets tipped over, your body goes into the ad adaptation mode. And so it's not so much about the type of event as it is where your central nervous system is in dealing with or coping with stressful situations. So yes, it could be, um, you know, having to move a lot when you're a child because, you know, we need to have some sort of, um, connectedness to our environment. We need to feel like we have some stability moving a lot. And in fact, that was one of my personal traumas, having grown up in my grandparents' um, household. My parents were teenagers when they had me. And so mm -hmm. I grew up in my mother's household and I was very, very, 
<laughs> very, very connected to my grandparents. I call them my dad. And so when my parents got married and moved away to Atlanta, that was traumatic for me. I didn't feel like I could live without my grandparents. And so I, I had all types of issues, crying all the time, couldn't, you know, I had to, you know, it was like something that I, I figured out or going to therapy myself helped me to understand what I was dealing with. But again, it can be anything that kind of caused you and your nervous system to get so dysregulated that it throws you off. It's, you know, it becomes overwhelming and that takes stress into trauma. That's great. So, so, so we're talking about unresolved trauma. So when the great example that you gave when somebody's walking in the filing room and they trip up and everything is all over the place, what are just like some major like unresolved traumas that you feel like people can let relate to because of 2020? Do you feel like 2020 revealed to us y'all got some trauma that you need to deal with? What's your take on that? Oh, absolutely. So 2020 kind of brought out this sense of um, mortality to people. Mm. So with the, you know, the, the coming of the pandemic and, you know, the, the media reporting all of the deaths and things, it was like people were traumatized because you got people who maybe their, their family members or loved ones may have had to perish in the hospital with yeah. no one there and you know or you may know may have had friends who passed or you yourself may have been in the hospital i've got a good friend who went in the hospital with um COVID and ended up being um induced into a coma mm -hmm. um so those are things that happen due to the pandemic but then they also kind of once you start having that feeling of mortality it kind of makes you sensitive to things that may have happened in the past. And I talk to people all the time and they start asking me, well, what do you think about this? Um, I was talking to a lady and she was saying that um, she realized that she had been having a host of just bad relationships. Mm -hmm. And she asked me what I thought about it. I was like, that absolutely sounds like it could be trauma. Mm -hmm. So we sat down, we talked, I gave her an assessment and on the PCL 20, uh, PCL five, she showed that she had trauma, PTSD. And so when you look at things like feeling like you're stuck in a holding pattern, mm -hmm. um, feeling like you can't trust yourself. Um, sometimes as children, we grow up and we're told things that we never forget. And that becomes a stain or imprint on our psyche. And so sometimes, you know, as we were talking about in the um, conference I was in the other day, growing up being told that you're ugly, that you're not capable, all of these things, they kind of set the tone and make us so sensitive to stress that the slightest things tip us off. And so if you've been experiencing a host of bad relationships, if you feel like you can't trust yourself or trust yourself to be trustworthy to others. If you feel like you have issues being intimate with people, that's a big one. Like a lot yeah. of times, you know, people don't feel like they can be intimate, like just intimate enough to be able to share with others. 
And then there's, you know, um, romantic intimacy. Some people have challenges with that. If that's something you can relate to, more than likely it's related to unresolved traumas. Um, and we could go on and on. That is so good. You know, even um, I was talking to somebody that grew up in a very religious, not spiritual, but rigid home where they would judge you can't do that. God's going to get you. And the parents were very critical. So this person was really traumatized by all of those black and white messages. You're not good enough. God is going to get you. That whole religious environment traumatized them so that they really felt afraid to really connect with somebody outside of their own religion. Yeah, um, when we really look at trauma, right, it's all about threat perception. Hmm. So that's another one of the big functions of your brain. Um, in prehistoric times, a lot of animals were able to adapt um, things that were helpful for them in terms of helping them to be able to um, not be preyed upon. So some, some animals adapted gills and they were able to go into the water and find refuge in the water, in the oceans. And then some animals, they adapted wings and they were able to fly and they became, you know, uh, the animals, the birds of the air. We didn't adapt gills and we didn't adapt wings, but what we did adapt was this physiological response that lets us know that we're in danger. Mm -hmm. So it's called, you know, it's oftentimes referred to as a stress response. Um, some people call it fight or flight. But essentially what it is, is it's what we adapted over time to keep us safe from being preyed on. And so it's the stress response, which causes us when we have certain conditions, it causes us to push out adrenaline, um, push the blood from the center of our body out to our extremities. It pushes blood, adrenaline, cortisol, and stress hormones out, give, giving us the ability and the tools we need to be able to fight, to flee, or to freeze. Now, freeze is kind of like one of those middle things, and oftentimes is not spoken of in the stress response, but it is the third one. But in terms of, you know, just the, the whole stress response, it's our way of having adapted to being preyed upon. Now, in present day, you know, it's just simple, simple things can stress us and cause that same reaction from the simplest things like being caught in traffic, running late to work. Especially um, Atlanta traffic. <laughs> absolutely. People lose their religion in Atlanta traffic. So. <laughs> but, you know, that's the stress response. But again, stress over time can become trauma or mm. overwhelming amount of stress or too much stress at one time can tip your cup and cause you to be into the throes of a traumatic experience and you know sometimes it can be very dramatic that's good i love the way you articulate that rashid so you know this is the law of attraction radio network a lot of people uh, are about um uh, manifesting you know I, I said we live in such a a, a performance-based society how many numbers do you have how many followers do you have how many likes do you have and so when people hear the word trauma how do you feel that trauma self-sabotages people's dreams and 
their manifestation? What would that look like for somebody who says, Rashid and Constance, I've been, I got my goals written down and man, and man, the same goals I had written down for 2019, I don't know what's going on. Well, it, it can be seen in, in a multitude of ways. Um, in terms of trauma, um, two very clear and present ways that people experience trauma and that sabotages their ability to really be able to manifest their dreams and their desires. In fact, what I'm about to say, these types of people actually lose their dreams mm. of being able to manifest. Okay. But people who are having uh, nightmares and flashbacks. Mm -hmm. uh, again, when I talked about, you know, that person taking the file and tripping, spilling the file over the floor. So because that didn't get processed, these people who are having nightmares and flashbacks, in that moment, they feel like whenever that's being triggered, like they're having the experience all over again. So then what does that do to you? So that means that, you know, you got an elevated heart rate, you're, um, you're, you're very stressed um, or anxious or whatever the case may be, you're experiencing an abundance of adrenaline, negative emotions, and just your hope. So one of the things that happens is when we're experiencing an abundance of negative emotions and all that type of stuff, our energy becomes weakened. Our energy field is weakened. So if you've ever done, um, and that's one of the things that I've done with some of my clients, just to mm -hmm. show, I'll have them think a happy thought and we'll do the divining rods. And when you have happy thoughts, the rods open up. That mm -hmm. means the energy, that good energy is a big wide open area. But when you're sad or angry or experiencing negative emotions, that energy comes in and that shows you that you can be preyed upon, but it also lets you know that you're not putting out the type of energy you need to connect with your dreams and your desires. Well, that's now, good. Other people may also have a situation where it may not be as, as dramatic as, you know, having nightmares and flashbacks. But again, when they say things like, well, why do I always feel like I'm going through the same thing? Every time I try to do this, every time I try to create the life I want, I keep going through the same thing. I'll get a, I'll, I'll take a couple steps forward and then get knocked back three or four steps past where I started from. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of like a key indicator that you're dealing with some unresolved trauma because this stuff doesn't go away. So when you have unresolved trauma, it presents itself or represents itself at some of the most just unnecessary times and so when you're trying to work on moving forward it's going to be that ever-present reminder when you get stuck when you feel like you're just in this holding pattern and you can't move forward oftentimes that's a key indicator that hey i need to work on something i need to figure out what's going on and you can hear it in yourself talk yeah if it's ever quiet yourself sit down and listen You'll hear yourself talk. It'll it's like the soundtrack to your life playing in the back in the back of your head, and you'll hear all of those negative things coming up. And so that's also an indicator that okay, I need to work on some of this stuff. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. And so, you know, you mentioned energy. So folk who are maybe are trying to manifest, you've heard the, the uh, mantra where attention goes, energy flows. Mm-hmm. And maybe they think they're putting 100% attention and energy on this intention. But in fact, the trauma is like, uh, what's the word? I'm sapping that energy, depleting that energy, and they're oblivious to it. Yep. And it's, you know, it's one of those things, like, I think I was on the show before and I talked about the cell phone battery. Um, Sometimes, you know, well, something my wife taught me was how to get rid of apps that are running in the background because they drain your cell phone battery. It's the same thing with that unresolved trauma. This stuff is running in the back of your mind. And if you don't deal with it, if you don't process it, if you know, it doesn't go away, it just stays back there. So you might, you know, have a hundred percent of energy that you start your day out with, and then you might only have 60% of that energy because 40% has already been given to dealing with your unresolved, you know, that unresolved trauma. So remember, um, we think the average person thinks somewhere around about 60,000 thoughts a day. And the great Earl Nightingale told us that we are what we think about most of the time. So if you are what you think about and you got 60,000 thoughts a day and 54,000 of those thoughts are the same repeated thoughts. Oh, Lord. This is telling you, you know, and you don't have to pay attention to the thoughts to, you know, for them to be working Mm-hmm. they're running in the background. All of this is in the background of your mind. That's why um, we refer to the conscious mind and the subconscious because all of this programming is in your subconscious template. So you may not be aware of it, but like I said, if you sit, um, be still be mindful and pay attention to your self-talk, it comes out in the self-talk. You can also see it in some of, you know, it becomes evident in your results as well. Mm-hmm. What makes it happen that when you're moving in one direction, something throws you in a totally 180 degree different direction? This is that unresolved stuff that has not been worked on. This is so good. So, Rashid, so really our subconscious, I know you're an expert on, in this area. Our subconscious is a place from where we create our lives. So if people have trauma and they're oblivious to it, tattooed in their subconscious they need to change and heal that subconscious or that soul so that they can move forward is is that what listeners need to start thinking about so i want them to think about the quality of their experiences because that's Mm -hmm. going to be really the best indicator of what's going on with them and consider whether or not they've had some of those experiences that I've I've spoken of. Um, Because you can, you can tell, or you, you have the ability to become somewhat aware of what's going on in your subconscious programming by way of what's happening on a daily basis. So if you find yourself, if you set an intent and then you find yourself acting all outside of that intent, Okay, that's letting you know that you've got some behavioral patterns that don't match up. And once you begin to pay attention to them, 
um, that kind of gives a, a hint of what may or may not be happening. And then I always say, you know, when you're applying your attention and your intention, it's like focus laser light. So mm. when you end on something and then you give your attention to it, it should be focusing in and honing you in on what it is that you desire. Of course, you have to do the work, but you know, everything starts in the mind first and then becomes a physical manifestation. So if you're finding yourself intending and giving your attention to things, and yet you still have these stumbling blocks, you still have these barriers to your success, that's a very, very real and key indicator that, yes, there's some unresolved stuff that needs to be worked on. And we all have work to do on the inside. Absolutely. So I don't want people to hear this and feel like, oh, the sky is falling or, you know, the house is burning down. But I'm just saying that if you want to be firing on all cylinders, if you want to be an optimum premium performer, these are things that you have to do. Of course, people deal with trauma and or they get through life without dealing with the resolved trauma. But, you know, again, we're talking about quality of life. If you want truly the best for yourself and you want to really experience the law of attraction in its fullest and feel your connection to the divine, then you got to get rid of those barriers. You'll know when, when things are well because you'll start to experience synchronicities or meaningful coincidences um and and they let you know okay I'm, I'm on point i'm doing well now because you feel connected you feel that energy and and things are happening but when that's not happening for you and you feel these barriers and things are holding you back typically that's that's letting you know okay we got some work to do yeah Boy, this is so good. If I wasn't recording this, I would get up and run around my house, but I can't do that right now. Rashi. And, and I love the way that you said, if you have 100% of your attention on your intention, things would have to shift and move in your life. Yes. That, you know, that's just awesome. So what should people do if they say, okay, I'm recognizing some stuff. I don't want to be in therapy all of my life in Rashid. I don't want to focus on the past. What should people do if they're beginning to recognize something not right? That's my Southern uh, mm -hmm. dialect, you know, to say why well, I really need to go inside. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to be in therapy. I don't want to focus on the past. The law of attraction said you should be focusing in on the future. Um. So... I would say you definitely, I would recommend therapy or coaching. Um, mm -hmm. some, something to help you with moving past your barriers. Um, but the best thing you could do is be present in your day-to-day -day experiences. That's where you have the time to be grateful and experience gratitude. So, you know, your, your, your goals are like, they're like a target, mm -hmm. all right? Your attention and intention, they hone your focus in onto the target. So it's like really? if you're an arrow, if you don't have that attention and intention focus in it, you got a target in front of you, but you're just going to be shooting all around and never hitting a target. So attention and intention are necessary to get your aim, get you scoped and 
just keyed in on the target. But again, the target may be a future thing, but the important thing is to experience it in the present. But you can't have that type of presence if you're embattled with things that are continue to plague you and make you feel less than your best. So, you know, my slogan is count your wins because it basically means be grateful for everything that you have. And as you begin to experience gratitude in the moment and you can start to enumerate different things that you're grateful for, the more gratitude you have, the more things you'll have to be grateful for. It's like a self-fulfilling cycle. And that allows you to be in the moment having an experience of the thing that you desire and the thing that you really are intending on. Even though you may not physically feel it in your presence, that's what tips the scale and gets things moving on the non-physical plane. So we got the physical plane and we got the non-physical plane. Your spiritual work is your inner work, which causes things to begin to um, materialize in the, in the spiritual plane so that it comes off into the spiritual plane as you begin to work on it. So you need to be good in the moment. You need to have that. You need to have all of the, the presence of experiencing happiness, joy, and radiating uh, the feeling of accomplishment or pleasure or love or whatever it is that is part of whatever it is that you desire. You need to feel that in the moment. And as you continue to have more and more of those moments, that creates like this vacuum or it creates um, what I call critical mass. Enough, enough energy will kind of surround that idea and, and your energetic field to start to be able to magnetize those things and bring them together. Well, that's good. You know, I talk a lot to women. Let's talk to men today. Mm -hmm. um, men, you guys hold everything in. How you doing? I'm fine. How's it going? Everything's great. I'm like, do y'all know more than two or three words? How do you feel that men have been traumatized? And how does a man begin to even acknowledge? Yeah, that's what's happening with me. Um, so it's kind of like a, <laughs> a, a whole different ball game dealing with men, um, because men have been socialized into this notion that they have to be strong and they have to deny their feelings. And so men, excuse me, it's almost a badge of courage or excuse me, a badge of honor almost to not be an emotional man, because for men, emotions can be kind of like a sign of weakness and so when men are out in the world it's for men there's this notion that i can't show weakness because if i show weakness and i'm food for whoever is trying to you know make um ill attempts at me or or misuse me so men don't like to acknowledge their emotions but in being unemotional or denying their emotions what men or what we're doing as men is we are shutting off some of the the greatness of who we are so sometimes men look at it being emotional as a feminine thing or things that women do i'm a scorpio that's a water sign so water signs are typically of the so most so am i yes mm -hmm. we're day, what one day apart, <laughs> day apart. Mm -hmm. yes but 
oftentimes water signs are very, very emotional. And I know I'm an emotional person. Now, growing up, that wasn't good for me, but that's why I was very, I fought a lot. Um, mm -hmm. That was my way of protecting myself. Like, that was a thing for me. But as I got older, I began to understand myself and I understand that there's a need for balance. So yes, you can be emotional and, and you can be, you can be able to control your emotions um, and keep them in proper perspective. But if you want to manifest something, you got to use your emotions. There's no way that you're going to manifest something. You can't just be a a blase person and think you're going to have all of the wealth and all of the greatness that is available to life. You got to have that, that feeling like abundance beyond anything else is a feeling. Like Ooh, I'm that, feeling that Rashid. Mm -hmm. it's, it's the feeling of, wow, this is wonderful. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of ashamed, but I'm going to tell you a story. <laughs> okay, tell me a story. Hey, we shameless on this show. Keep going. But when we were in Savannah, we... <laughs> and for my international <laughs> listeners, that's another city um, about four or five hours south of Atlanta that's on the water. Yeah, so when we were um, taking our little getaway in Savannah, uh -huh. we went to, uh, what is it? Is it Ruth Chris? Whatever the, the, the place. Yeah. It's okay. Called, uh, we spent a couple hundred dollars at mm -hmm. the restaurant and it was such a good experience. <laughs> we turned around and we went back the next day mm. and probably spent more that time, but it was just like, why not? Mm -hmm. it's, it's, and I'm not saying this to be boastful, but I'm saying like when you're experiencing the moment of abundance um, and, and, and just feeling good about things, then you're kind of like unfiltered. You're, you're not held back. And so at that time, it just felt good to just be free and go back again. Now, of course, financially, we were, we were able to do so, but yeah, I wouldn't typically go to Ruth's Chris two days in a row in the same week or whatever. That's it's a great experience and great food. Oh, the food was, oh, oh, it was, <laughs> It was special. That's why we went a second time. Had and, to be. Yeah, but that's the, the whole point is that when you're in the flow, when you're experiencing abundance, it's kind of like you're emotional in those processes. It's your emotions that create that magnetic attraction. So that's what I'm saying is men, we, we kind of, we try to depress our emotions or keep them hidden or hold them back and that doesn't necessarily serve us it serves us in terms of maybe you know the 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 key concept of being safe or not being harmed by someone because you always have your guard up but in actuality it's not serving you to be ex having a full expression and being present in the moment of whatever is going on so with us men it's difficult so so you know, I've worked with men, you know, during my career, and um, there's not a safe place for men to really come and be vulnerable, real, and raw, and still be perceived as, quote-unquote, a man. 
and you know, you and I both know the stats on sexual molestation and the trauma that men have. And in their adult lives, sometimes it comes out as anger, rage, workaholism, performance-based, you know, all of that. So I just want to say to the men, and I'm going to have Rashid to give out his information at the end of the show, Rashid would be a great place for all of my male listeners to really go to. He's a guy. Uh, he's an alpha male, and he can really relate to everything that you're going through. So at the end, Rashid, I want you to make sure you give out your information. So so this is so good. So what else would you like to share with people about trauma? I mean, is there hope? Is there hope on the other side of trauma? What would that look and feel like for listeners? Oh, there's absolutely hope. Um, it's the, you know, depending on what level of trauma you're experiencing, the trauma itself can make you feel hopeless because yeah. like there's just no way out of it. You feel like oftentimes people who are experiencing trauma and complex trauma, they feel like it's just their lot in life that they're supposed mm. to be going through this. That's but good. There is help. Um, and I personally, um, I have a, a just a bag of different techniques and skills that I employ to help people get through trauma. Um, I'm a hypnotherapist, but I do a whole lot beyond hypnotherapy. Yeah. You trauma do. is not something that you have to give your life over to. You can actually get through the trauma and process it. But oftentimes the trauma is just so overwhelming that people would rather not deal with it and just kind of take their knocks with whatever comes up when they're triggered versus, you know, figuring out a way to process it. But I have skills and techniques that allow you to process your trauma that are a little less intrusive and don't cause yeah. traumatization. So talk a little bit about, we got maybe 10 minutes, um, anxiety and depression. So is uh, uh, anxiety and depression, are they cousins to trauma? That's all in the same family. What's your thinking around that, Rashid? Well, at one time, trauma was considered um, an anxiety um, impairment. Mm -hmm. um, but I think trauma is a lot more than that. Um, so anxiety and depression, um, they are kind of like precursors to trauma. They can be, or they can also be the, um, the effects of trauma as well. So um, being too anxious and overly depressed can lead to trauma or behaviors that cause trauma. And then trauma also causes on the back end anxiety and depression. When you're traumatized, you don't mm -hmm. feel safe. Um, you're always on guard. Um, and that makes you anxious. And then as a result, you can become depressed because, like I said, you feel like there's no way out. Um, one of the things that I, I, I failed to mention that is a big issue with trauma is okay. that it affects your brain. So um, Bessel van der Kolk, which was one of the four running um, trauma experts in the field, kind of makes an analogy of, of trauma being like having a, a brain injury. Mm. 
some some similar things happen when you're traumatized is when you have a brain injury. But one of the biggest things about trauma, when you're being traumatized, you don't have access to your full brain when you're being triggered by trauma. So a traumatized person finds themselves in their limbic brain or their primitive brain. And that part of the brain deals with um, um, emotionalism, survival, and um, survival instincts. And it's a very um, right now type of, of um, mindset where you're impulsive, you're angry, okay. frustrated, you're confrontational because those are survival types of um, attitudes. I and can so see that. You're not a very good decision maker. You don't have access to your prefrontal cortex and your executive functioning. So you don't even have access to your speech and language centers. So wow. oftentimes people who are traumatized, they can't even articulate what they're experiencing. And that's mm -hmm. part of what causes the shutdown as well, because they feel like I can't even get it out. So people are not gonna understand me. Something is wrong with me and nobody else is like this. You know, they feel they isolate themselves because they feel like no one can understand. Oh, that's profound. So are you saying that when people are in trauma or traumatized, they don't have a, uh, access to a certain part of their brain? Right. That's exactly wow. what I'm saying. Yes. I never it, heard that before. Yeah. So your prefrontal cortex, it gets short circuited. So your decision making, your timing, speech and language centers, all of those things get short circuited when you're being triggered by trauma. And so this is why, again, we have to deal with these things. When we look at, because I've worked with people with trauma, I, I can see and feel it through the things that they say and the way they behave. The average person might not be able to understand that. So we'll look at traumatized people and be like, why won't you just do such and such? Mm -hmm. But they can't. When they're triggered, when they're in the throes of a traumatic experience, they can't do those things. They literally are brain impaired. But this is how the brain works intentionally. Because again, it's about threat perception. So when trauma happens, your brain is perceiving a threat and it's saying, okay, we're going to shut all that other stuff off and we're going to just deal with our survival skills. Oh, that's, that's good. Oh, that's, I love the way you explain that. So a guy who is traumatized and may be oblivious to it because he doesn't have access to his frontal lobe, he may be making financially crazy decisions in business. So he may start a business and then not work. And it, would that be an example of that? Because, things. because yeah, triggered, you just not making good decisions. But, good. You know, I think of it like risky behavior, risk taking behavior. Uh, so uh -huh. oftentimes guys who experience trauma, they're belligerent. Like they, they, they're argumentative. They're on edge a lot, um, uh -huh. confrontational. Um, it doesn't take much to, you know, they have a short fuse and they spark real easy, or they do things that are kind of risky. Like, you know, you might see them driving down the expressway, doing a hundred and pushing their car as far as it can go. And the whole thing behind the risky behavior is they want to feel like they have some control. 
Mm -hmm. Trauma makes them feel like their life is out of control because they can't control the trauma. So there's control and pushing your own limits, being in that, being kind of like on the borderline of safety and unsafe. And so that's how they express it unbeknownst to them. So a lot of times we look at people like guys. I remember in school, there was a guy who was a fighter mm -hmm. and remember he used to talk about how he would blank out that's that's one of the biggest traumatic expressions is like when you go blank and you're doing stuff but you don't know you're doing it yeah that's that's when you're in the depths and throes of a traumatic uh trigger um this we, and, is so good go ahead rashi and i was going to say women as well um have their own risky behaviors we so know that rashi yeah. <laughs> so, so what are some things that we might do? Um, sometimes a woman might just kind of give in and just feel like she don't care. And uh -huh. uh, so a lot of times we might look at women um, who are um, promiscuous or whatever mm -hmm. and just, you know, kind of not taking care of themselves in terms of their um, sexual side. And so we might look at them and be like, why is she? But this is the part of her brain that's saying, okay, you're in this, this, you're being triggered, but you can control it by you being risky. Your, your control, this is how they feel like they're taking control back by experiencing or, you know, being risky or taking risks themselves that they feel like they can manage. Uh, sometimes people just over drink. Yeah. Uh, the drinking is a way of kind of suppressing the emotions that come from the trauma. And so men and women oftentimes will overindulge in drugs and alcohol. And this is where addiction oftentimes comes from because they're trying to not have the feeling that is bothering them. Ooh, that's good feeling. You know, we both have heard people say, you know, I just, I just blacked out and I'm like, how could you, bl I don't know how I got home. I'm yep. like, okay, then, you know, Rashi, this is so good and it's so needed because like you in 2020, I realized, and God brought me back to the issues, the unresolved issues in the lives of people. And I know you're doing all kinds of seminars, webinars, master classes, you coaching, you counseling. Tell us what your services are. How can people reach you? Are you available to coach anybody in the world or, or what? What's going on? Your contact yeah. info. So, um, excuse me. You can reach me at um, coach. This is my email. Coach at mentalinfinity.com. Mental, M-E-N-T-A-L, infinity, I-N-F-I-N-I-T-Y.com. Also, my um, number is 404-482-0360. Now, for your audience members, if you feel like um, you might be experiencing some trauma or have mm -hmm. experienced trauma, um, I will do a free trauma assessment. Um, wow. Yep. So I, I, I'll do one of my trauma assessments, which I mentioned, the PCL5, and we can take a look at that and see whether or not that's something that you're dealing with. Um, and so if, you know, if we determine that that's what you're dealing with and you want to work, then, you know, we can make some arrangements for that. But any of your audience members who 
um, want to reach out for some coaching, I'm available and you can get a free trauma assessment um, just by reaching out for coaching. I may take that assessment myself, Rashid, to see if there's anything in me that okay. needs to be dealt with. You know, so people see people like uh, you and myself and they may say, oh, y'all don't have stuff. And yes, we do. Oh. You know, it's sometimes <laughs> I'm shocked and like, I thought I was finished with that. Or why does that same pattern or way of thinking or same behavior keep coming out of me? So even, you know, myself, I'm going to take advantage of that and strongly encourage all of my listeners to do the same. Yes, I definitely have. And I'm, you know, therapists have to have therapists. Absolutely. Been, <laughs> yeah, you talk about stuff. I'm secure enough to be able to say that I have things that I've dealt with. Uh, but, mm -hmm. you know, I was, I probably was about, from the ages of about maybe nine to 12 years old, I couldn't go to my grandparents' house for the summer and leave to come back to Atlanta without crying for two and a half to three hours nonstop. Mm -hmm. I could not, it was just something. And for me, that became an issue because then it was like later on as I got older, like I'm afraid to be emotional because I don't want that to happen and I can't stop myself. So Ooh, that's good. That I had to work through in counseling. So, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of an open book. Um, we appreciate that. Yeah. We appreciate so, that and I appreciate you. We have work to do. I do my inner work and I'm still doing my inner work. That's nothing but the truth. Rashid, you are an awesome gift to the world. God is using you in this, in this uh, new, uh, uh, much-needed vibration and healing area. So grateful for you. And they can also get your book, right? Mental Health Matters. They can yes. find out that on your website. Yes, all of my information is on my website at RashidEdwards.com, R-A-S-H-E-I-D, like you see on the screen, mm -hmm. Edwards.com. So those of you who are watching this, Rashid is trying to make my background look all, I got I to gotta up my game. I got to level up, Rashid, and do something. So you just inspired <laughs> me to do something different. I, I, You're I, a powerful I, man and a gift to the world. I love and appreciate you. Thank you so much, Constance. And like, wow. I appreciate everything that you're doing and allowing me to share this. Thank you. Everybody visit his website. Take advantage of that uh, trauma assessment. I'm going to do it. And uh, so grateful to you, Rashid, again. And as I say every week, get happy, stay happy, be happy, and see what happens. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe, and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. 
Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen.